Do you want to snip it as well? Snip it? Ooh, ooh, I can do a snip it. Strong and stable for the many, not the few. Hello and welcome to Breakfast Means Breakfast. This is the final one of the year. It's going to be big, it's going to be huge, it's going to be great, it's going to be fantastic. Salmon is going to be so good. I am not doing, you're doing Trump impressions in my presence. That's a, that's a hit instant right there. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Well, 2018 has been an eventful year. It's been good. What a banger. Yeah, it's been uh, literally eating bangers and lash. <laughs> Drawing lash from the lash machine. <laughs> We're in Lashmina. No, we're not going to do, we're not gonna do any more of that, Lash Ketchum. Um, who knows? But, <laughs> if it, personally, I've really enjoyed this year. Politically, though, it's been, it's been a belter. What, what's been kicking off, Salmon? This episode is going to be a review of 2018. Mm-hmm. All beautiful 12 months of 2018. January, February, March. I don't know what I'm going through. <laughs> Monday, <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> So to kick off 2018, our top highlights of 2018, Mr. Henry Bolton. (laughs) Who are you? I've never heard of you. I keep forgetting about Henry Bolton and his fascist girlfriend, which is the sequel to James and the Giant. Henry Bolton and his fascist girlfriend. Oh, that was was something, wasn't Uh, it? I can't Um, believe it, yeah. I mean, like, Farage, like... Do you remember that no. badger thing? Where he said he'd kill he can kill a badger with his bare hands. <laughs> <laughs> what is it with UKIP leaders? It was a uh, bloody Paul Nuttall just completely unprompted going, I was never caught in a paedophile gang. <laughs> it was just absolutely ridiculous. Um At like, least you didn't say yet. <laughs> oh my god. It's just UKIP just turned into an absolute cesspit of immorality and just bollocks like with Farage they were just full of libertarians and Eurosceptics now genuinely they are very fashy and I yeah. don't like it really but Henry Bolton all started with Henry I'm Bolton I'm glad you clarified you don't like it really you're not a fan of that really but it all started like all these divisions started with basically Henry Bolton so yeah UKIP just I mean they were already rock bottom anyway and they somehow managed to get even lower um, than that. So yeah, Henry Bolton, that was a that was a biggie to kick off the year. Other things to mention, other things to mention that happened in January. Uh, we had Caridian liquidate. We did. Uh, um, which is not too that's, good. That's not a fun lot of jobs topic. lot of jobs lost, uh, yeah. thanks to government incompetence and outsourcing. Was... Not too good there. And every single year, obviously it's that time of year again. The trains. The rail fare Don't increase. about the trains. Every year it increases and it just keeps on increasing year by year by year. It's not too good. Not, not too, too good. Not too shabby. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that, that doesn't make sense in the context. <laughs> Cap those fares. Cap those fares. Come on, you've got to agree with at least capping those fares. Surely you agree. Surely you agree, Sam. <laughs> Surely... Privatise the railways. What about cap? They are privatised. Privatise the railways. They are privatised. Surely you want them at least caps, though. Don't believe in caps. Yeah, they don't exist. Caps. They're not a real they thing. They don't exist. <laughs> what about, like, the Galaxy Truffle? <laughs> or Woolworths? <laughs> too soon. Wow, too soon. <laughs> too too soon. soon. But no, that was, um, that was an eventful January. I think with February, though... February's a romantic month. Uh, it was very romantic for university lectures. Uh, we had to start the USS strikes and uh, because of the disputes about pay. That's the worst segue I've ever heard. <laughs> it's a bad segue. But no, the strikes went on. There's a lot of student solidarity. I know even at this university, the University of Hull, on those very snowy days, we had a big snowstorm here in the United Kingdom. And you that really was... like getting... That's two and one for that for that, that story. Snow and the strikes. Snow and the strikes. And Valentine's Day. Strikes and snows. You thought about Korean radio, George. <laughs> Got the face for it, so that's fine. <laughs> but no, that was a amazing... Yeah, it was a quite contentious time on university campuses. I think roughly 50% of student unions at the time I was um, 
Vice President of Education at the whole student union. Um, and roughly 50% uh, of student unions backed the strikes, 50% didn't. So it's a really weird... Considering we normally think of student unions as very uh, pro-union, well, it's got, it's got union in their name. Um, it's weird, weird to see 50% um, of student unions not back the strikes. I think it says something about student unions becoming less political. I mean, that's definitely something about the whole university. No, I don't even think it, I, maybe over the, I last, don't. over the last couple of years, um, it used to be very political student unions. And I came along. <laughs> no, I'd say even before that. Um, you know, <laughs> just for the clarification for those who don't know, it used to be a very political union, and um, it's not so much anymore. But uh, who knows? Who knows what will happen there? But the USS strikes, I think. Being on the picket line with those lecturers, I think, was amazing atmosphere. Whole University Labour Club did a lot there. So, um, yeah, no, it was, a, it was a very interesting time. Very divisive time, but yeah. I think very respectful as well, in many cases. Uh, yeah, no, um, I worked with lecturers um, all the time <clears throat> during my job last year. And we worked as well afterwards as well. So, yeah, no, I, I mean, one lecturer that I worked really closely with, he, he was on the picket line. Um, but we had nothing but respect for each other. There we are. There we are. And in March, we had some uh, we had some sad news to uh, kick us off. In March, uh, Stephen Hawking passed away. Not too nice. Not too nice at all. I think he was a hero of. He was a socialist as well. He was a big socialist, Labour member. Probably voted in the big Remainer as well. He was. He was a big Remainer. All scientists are, to be fair. All scientists are, to be fair. Agenda, Brenda. Because the funding, and funding, isn't it? At least they do invest in science. You know, fair play. And uh, no, I get that. But we also had the space industry acts with the sort of legacy. Obviously. This was George's choice of story of <laughs> biggest moments of twenty eighteen. Space industry acts, which I only knew existed. 30 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the things I will give credit to the Conservatives for, and it's the idea... I'm, I'm, I'm editing that part. I'm putting it as a preview of this <laughs> clip. <laughs> you just edit other clips of me saying, like if I say the word cut, or... or <laughs> careful that, George. Austerity, or something like that. Um, but no, uh, we are going to have spaceports in the United Kingdom, and I think that is really good space exploration is the future of humanity and we need we do need to start five times <laughs> I think that's where the division is uh, um, but no that was interesting I thought it was a really bold move for the government to do actually and um, much needed move and I think that coinciding with Stephen Hawking's uh, passing was a very touching tribute and hopefully we'll be on the £50 note as well I mean you want Thatcher don't you do I do you do I well she did make the well the uh, Mr. Whippy Ice Cream. Oh, oh, that is oh. contentious. That's contentious. Oh, that's not. She's part of a team. <laughs> well, I thought she was all about individualism, to be fair. No, on all. She did a lot for like um, environmentalism back in the 80s. Um, one of the big champions. Uh, Tories, not so much anymore. Didn't do a lot, <laughs> didn't do a lot for the North, though. But. Um... <laughs> Oh, the great sciences, biology, chemistry, and the normal. <laughs> oh, I tell you what, though, this whole thing they're saying that Jeremy Corbyn has a whole cult behind him. Meanwhile, these same people are going, uh, Thatcher statue, Thatcher Street, get her on the, get her on the Thatcher Street. Thatcher Street, what? <laughs> Thatcher Street? Things, things like that. Um, you know, you know so, in Hull, we have Gandhi Way for some reason. Do we actually? I have no idea what, because Gandhi's never visited here. I think we, we named it Gandhi, hoping he'd come, but... <laughs> Never did. Where is it? Where is it in Hong? Um, in Old Town. No uh, idea why. Uh, the King visited near there, but not Gandhi. The King visited Hull? Yeah. Um, but not Gandhi. Didn't they try to get in, but they couldn't? No, no, no. This, this is like a newer King. Uh, I don't know which newer king. King. <laughs> new king. And the Queen? The Queen? I don't know. Oh, when... oh, oh! I don't uh, know which month she came to Hull. November. I, I, was, I, met, went, I went to the opening of the building and was in the same room as the Queen. So I, I recognise you. You're on all the notes and coins <laughs> and everything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to take a selfie in the background <laughs> on all the notes. <laughs> what else happened in March, Salman? Um, Salisbury. It did. I mean, no, it's the, existed the, for a long time. The city time. didn't exist. The city. <laughs> a new garden city. <laughs> Salisbury. No, some Russian, two Russian, a Russian couple came along. Want to see the spires. 123 metres spires, of course, as they famously Big said. Big weekend in Salisbury. Obviously, they checked the, check the wiki, Wikipedia page for their interview there. I think it was just, yeah, I think 
Mad oh, times. Not too good. Not good at all. British civilians being attacked in our yeah, own soil. No, um, yeah. yeah, the Scripples um, thankfully survived, but um, unfortunately, um, a woman did die afterwards. Um, Dawn, yeah. Dawn Sturgis, I believe, yeah. Um, yeah, no. Um, and it's all disguise as well. I mean, they found uh, a bottle of Novichok in a perfume bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we don't know where else it could be in I the United Kingdom. The, the term Novichok entered our like, lexicon this year. Yeah. Um, I had no idea what Novichok was before mm. 2018. Yeah, it, it's. But that scares me. That does scare me. It was found in a perfume bottle. Uh, it could be a disguised in other places across, not only in Wiltshire, which is very close to many of my family. Um, it's just terrifying. It really is Yeah, terrifying. I mean, like, I, I wouldn't think Salisbury would be a place of international terrorism. It's just baffling. Mm. Um, indeed, indeed. So we, we promised to try and keep this podcast light-hearted, <laughs> and we're doing great stuff. Oh, oh goodness. <laughs> Stephen Hawking dying and Salisbury. Well, we also have what happened in March. We had... Uh, Cambridge Analytica, that whole uh, scandal coming out and about. Speaking of the Russians. Oh, nice. Nice satire. <laughs> or not satire in this case. Um, then we had Mark Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> we had Mark Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. I can't say his name. Mark Zuckerberg, uh, Nick Clegg's new bestie, um, giving a. Uh, <laughs> giving his testimony to Congress, and uh, Plaid Cymru announced they want a Welsh independence referendum. Who? Who? I know. Who? They want a Welsh independence referendum by 2030. So in 12 years' time, independent Wales. I'm not too sure about that. Not too sure. Who are Plaid Who are? I've never heard. Who's their leader now? He's the one who had the budget <laughs> video. <laughs> I literally have no idea. He did, I'm not sure if you saw his video, but it was like the most low. Oh, God. Uh, what was the song they put over it? Staying Alive. They put Staying Alive over it. It just, it fits so well. The worst so graphic well. design. Like, the worst editing ever. It was like Microsoft um, uh, Windows Movie Maker. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised it wasn't like clip art coming up or anything. But that was embarrassing. I mean, they're supposed to be a, a force in Wales. No chance, no chance. I mean, um, I mean, going back to Zuckerberg as well, we tried to get him over here and he just didn't want to come. He, he went to the European Parliament, didn't he? Did he? Yeah, yeah, he testified in front of them. But he's not doing it in front of the UK Parliament. Shameful. Shameful, indeed. Don't, don't say too much, though. They might hack our Facebook... <laughs> They might see the means of each other. So in April, I mean, the, the straw agenda started. The, the plastic lobby, well, the anti-plastic lobby, uh, lobbied hard against plastic. I, I'm very anti, anti-plastic straws. Wait, what is that? Mean? <laughs> so you're pro... I'm pro-plastic straws. You're pro... I think... This, this, then it should turn to mush. Turn to mush. Can't drink through mush. I mean, I've tried it. It's hard. <laughs> I personally haven't. I think this is... <laughs> I think the government should have thought about it a bit more because of people with disabilities. Yeah. Um, and the mush. And, and the mush, of course. Um, you know, uh, I, think, I think it's problematic. I think the, the idea... I think, I think the thing about the plastic straws, it wasn't to get... It's not going to cut usage down. I think it's mainly no, it's... to educate people about plastic. And I think it's about getting that conversation going rather than making a meaningful Maybe. difference. Maybe. I mean, <clears throat> I, think, I, think, I, I believe this all started with um, Planet Earth. Well, oh, what's what's the what's the the, the series called? We've closed our research for, the, for this episode. Attenborough. Oh, is the Attenborough Attenborough Ocean something Ocean Planet? Um, ocean. I'm just making up. Uh, ocean names. Planet. Attenborough the, Blue. The Blue Planet. Blue Planet. Blue Planet Two. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> um. And that really emphasised the need to deal with single-use plastics. Mm. Um, but I should get mushy my Diet Coke. And you know how much I love my Diet Coke. <laughs> you love your Diet Coke. You um, can use those um, red vines. What are they called? Um, oh, yeah, those, like, the, the sweet things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gelatine. Gelatine, yeah. Uh, batting plastic straws is anti-Muslim. There we are. I got oh. that off. <laughs> <laughs> Gelatine, I can't have them. What do I have? Just mush or like haram? What, what, there's, there's no in between. <laughs> mush or hell, great. Great option, thanks, Teresa. <laughs> but I mean, that's, there was like, that's been like a big gov agenda this year, hasn't it? 
banning. That was big. That yeah, Michael Gove. Um, yeah, didn't he have his plastic cup? Not a plastic cup. Didn't he have his um, oh yeah, cup? cup? Yeah. Has he got rid of it now? Or he has like three or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Well, I mean, I, uh, one unnamed university. Oh, <laughs> one unnamed university. Apparently, if you want to use your keep cup to like get a coffee, because it doesn't fit under the machine properly, they fill a <laughs> disposable cup with your drink and then pour it into your keep cup and throw the cup away. <laughs> 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 and this has been no the racist like issue with them, and it's still happening. I apparently. didn't know that. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> <laughs> If only we had a VP education that could uh, raise it, bring back Salmon, VP education, bring him back. But no, I think that's, um, yeah, my goodness, yeah. I forgot about that. We had sugar tax as well in uh, April. Yeah. That was introduced. Uh, what do you think about that? Diet they, Coke forever. Di- Doesn't affect me. Exactly. Well, I mean, we're for Diet Coke. I mean, even at Nando's, you have to pay, you can get an unlimited refill cup. You pay a little bit more, but no one's ever going to notice. Sneaky. Yeah, but Sneaky. Oh, I've died anyway. You've got to keep the carbs off, innit? Yeah, no, no, but I mean, like, if you're like, oh, I'll go for Diet Coconut, boom, full fat Fanta. They're not going to They're not gonna <laughs> notice it, are they? So... Well, to be fair, full fat Fanta, yeah. <laughs> it's, not the, it's not the sneakiest of things to have, isn't it? <laughs> ah, actually, a Diet Coke, a bright orange drink. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's one of these things, but... um. Yeah, yeah, the sugar tax, that was controversial. Uh, and then also, Rudd resigned. Amber Rudd resigned over the... Yeah, Windrush. So Windrush, for for all of you that don't know about... I think probably one of the biggest stories of 2018 mm-hmm. uh, were, were British citizens wrongly deported mm-hmm. to countries they uh, hadn't, hadn't been lived in for, for decades mm-hmm. um, because they, had the, they didn't have the, the, the right... Uh, Immigration papers, mm-hmm. or, or the like. I, I think it will go down as a national shame yeah. for a very, very long time, and a lot needs to be done to make it up to the families and the amount of pain and yeah, anguish that they've gone through. So I think that was a yeah, yeah, moment of national shame. Yeah, I, no, I, I agree. Um, and uh, not a part of political issue either. I mean, stemmed back for decades and. I think one problem, and this isn't to go into like an ID card rant thing or anything, but something that people noticed around the time is that if we had ID cards, this, some, this could have been something that maybe could have been prevented. But who knows? I think I don't work for that pro ID card. Lobby, just to the political will um, to stop this from happening could have been there. Yeah, I think it was just. It was either, I mean, I mean, it's either two things it's incompetence or maliciousness. I think it probably was incompetence. I mean, just. Going from my own parents coming over the same period, knowing that if they didn't apply for my so my dad had indefinite leave to remain, but he didn't have he but he because he's from the Commonwealth he didn't need to get citizenship, um but he still got a new passport it's a British British passport afterwards so that's fine he's British he has proof that he's a British citizen, um but if he hadn't got that he could have been swept up in the Windrush stuff too, so um. So I, I don't think it was, like like I said, incompetence or maliciousness. I think it was just incompetence. But I do think that's something that could have been solved from ID cards or something. Just We need a system in place because they're doing something now, but the, similar issues can happen in the future. And I think we do need a proper conversation around how do we make sure that people do have the proper ID. And compensating them as well. Pardon? Sorry. And compensating the people. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. They're British... And they have every right to stay in the United Kingdom. And it was wrong and incompetent, unforgivable incompetence um, from the Home Office over that issue. Over to March. Over to... Oh, sorry. <laughs> Someone doesn't know how months work. I, I do apologise. This is why This is why I started the podcast with January, February, March, April. An honourable mention in April as well. The leaders in North and South Korea met in a historic summit. They met on the demilitarized zone, and uh, I thought that was a, a big yeah, moment. Yeah, no, good. Um, of historical importance. Um, yeah. I don't think much has happened since then. There's no. been meeting, but... Nothing to change. <laughs> I'm putting that in there. <laughs> that in there. Well, it was on last week, too, so. um, <laughs> But um, touch wood, and I'm touching wood right now. <laughs> and also... <laughs> oh, God. Professional, <laughs> professionals listen to this podcast, so <laughs> I put it on LinkedIn every week. <laughs> <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, um, fingers crossed. There we are. Fingers crossed. Um, Twenty nineteen seeds a better future for the relations between North and South Korea. Peace in Korea. Peace in yep. Korea. Peace hey, our times. He's hoping. For May, May was the next month, and uh, you know, it wasn't the end of May. Unfortunately, Teresa, uh, that is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wasn't the end of May, but she did face disastrous local elections. I would say. Did she? <laughs> did she? What was that voice? Are you sure. <laughs> I mean, like they weren't perfect, but no. they weren't like awful either. They were. She. She. I mean, they saw that as a. So semi victory because of how how disastrously they did London twenty seventeen. Mm. We kept Wandsworth and Barney. Yeah, yep. Um, which we thought we'd be in the lose. Mm-hmm. Um, so all in all, pretty decent. I mean, you have to remember we've been in government for eight years now. Yeah, we should be losing like shed loads of councillors. You did, um, but we no, we, but we lost councillors, not shed loads, and I. I'm, I'm talking about sheds. Like, <laughs> David Cameron's shed. shed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking about your like, normal box stand like, garden shed. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about David Cameron overpriced shed. Labour did very well. I think the expectations were high for them to do even better, but you can't say it was a bad result for Labour. I think Labour can come out Ex- of it very I think, happy. I, th- I think one thing we saw is expectation management wasn't Labour's finest quality. I think, yeah, the expectation <laughs> was very high. It was through the roof. I it was... It was through the roof, but I think the result, when you look back at it in hindsight, was good for Labour. I think it set the foundations to do well, you know, hopefully the next election, whenever it may be. Fingers crossed it's going to be very early in 2019. Please, but, no. Please, please, indeed. Um, but no, I think it's um, it's interesting times. I think I thought it was a good indicator of the mood at the time. I think Labour got the most votes as well in that case nationally so yeah no I think it's nothing to be upset about I thought it was fine I think some people were trying to spin it as a bad result for Labour probably wrong I think it, it, was, I think it was just a neutral result for everyone I think neutral uh, yeah, just a fair characterization. I think it's good for Labour slightly bad for the Tories but what else happened in May the royal wedding between uh, Meghan Markle and uh, Prince Harry mm. Yeah. Is that, is, that, is that your heart warming inside? Like, you know, good on them, personally. I wish them well. I just wish taxpayers' money didn't go towards this wedding. But you know what? You know what? I'm happy for them. And I think Meghan Markle is a good role model for a lot of people. And yeah, yeah. I think that's fair. But what, what are your opinions? You're, you're a strong monarchist. You have a big Yeah, no, she. Um, I think it was like a big racial watershed. And this sounds silly, but I think like the royal family is archaic. Is an archaic British institution. Mm-hmm. I, I love I love them dearly. Um, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't care about the Biden royals, but oh, like Zara Tyndall, like who doesn't love Zara Tyndall? <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair. <laughs> um, but it, it was a, it was a good wedding. Uh, um, it was it was good. It was interesting to see um, some someone that's uh, mixed race African American woman uh emphasis on the american as well coming over here <laughs> stuff like yeah. coming over here and taking our princess <laughs> no but like coming over here and like marrying into the royal family which is a very archaic institution it was nice and it was a nice wedding as well we had like a really interesting preach choice um stand by me i believe was a, a song at the wedding too mm. it's nice and warm and nicholas Soames sat next to david beckham Oh, oh really? no idea why, that's no. very odd I mean I, I, I didn't watch it oh, so I, I don't know. no indeed but um, you know the VAT I pay from uh, you know everything I go towards went towards that wedding but there we are there we are anyway. I, I, they could have paid for it themselves but they could have paid for it and they should do And um, but either way my heart is sufficiently warmed your heart is warmed by them and you know what that's fair I have a sturdy heart ice cold so it took a lot of warming Conservatives, eh? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Another thing that happened in May was that Ken Livingstone quit the Labour Party and uh, thank goodness that was the case. Long time coming. I think it was. Um, I think his response to the anti-Semitism crisis in the Labour Party was atrocious. I think Nashar did the right thing uh, when it came to... Yeah, I agree. She she realised the mistake she made and she genuinely reached out to the Jewish community and I think... Uh, that needs to happen more often and uh, you know I think the Jewish Labour movement have praised Nashar 
for what she's done, but Ken Livingston kept on offending the Jewish community over and over and over again, and I think it's right that he's no longer a member of the party. I think you identified something really important about like making mistakes and then owning up to them and then actually showing that you've you've learned from your mistakes and Naz Shah did post some uh, and share some horrific things on Facebook mm-hmm. but she st- st- held her hands up and stood up in Parliament and said she did mm-hmm. and um, she, she really reached out to, I believe to the uh, Jewish community in Bradford mm-hmm. and worked with them uh, throughout the year to, to mend those and, and learn as well like and good on Naz Shah and Goodbye, Ken Livingston. Yeah, no, I, I completely share the sentiment. Gone and forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the thing about political education. It's going to be really important to fight against anti-Semitism uh, in the Labour Party. Uh, the Jewish Labour Movement, for example, they're doing workshops to Labour Students Clubs across the country. Uh, they came to Hull last year. Uh, they also came to Hull this year as well. And I think a lot of people learned a lot um, from them. So I think it's important yeah, we, listen, we listen to our Jewish comrades in the Jewish Labour Movement and the wider Jewish community. As well, I think I think it's really important uh, to fight this, and I, I do believe we'll stamp it out eventually. I trust Corbyn to stamp it out as well, and uh, fingers crossed, uh, we'll get it done. I think it's going to happen, and the fight against anti-Semitism will not stop. The point of the left is to fight against uh, uh, discrimination against all marginalised groups, and we will win that fight. We will win that fight. So moving on from May, and just honourable shout out to May. Four letters. Four letters. M A Y E. <laughs> what are you talking about? G D P R. G D P R. Came into force in May and panicked companies up and down this country. Thousands of emails going out saying, "Will you consent for us to still contact you?" Um, a lot of American websites are not allowing us to access the <laughs> websites. Still, I can't access, like, I believe the LA Times, I can't access. I don't, really know, I don't really want to know the websites you go on, Salmon, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pornhub is GDPR compliant. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no GDPR, that seemed like a, a ball lake for a lot of people, but... <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. Speaking it. of Pornhub, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, GDPR. Um, yeah, that that was a thing. I remember thing. that. <laughs> and uh, also, another honourable mention: East Coast Rail. Uh, it was announced that we walked back into public ownership that month. So, a proud moment for me. East Coast back into public ownership. It made a billion pounds. I, I believe I saw a, a, a Labour MP recently complaining about. Complaining about his train, and we need renationalisation. Despite travelling, <laughs> was it East Coast? Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Oh, brilliant! Oh no! But I, I remember that. I think it was the same time. I'm, I'm not too sure. It was um, the Labour shadow transport secretary was on the train. He was like doing a national campaign day about trains, and his train broke down, and like oh. it, it all summed it up really, like. And why it was all chaotic, but that was interesting. I'm not sure if that was that month, but honourable mention. Yeah, no, Judge Ian Levy <laughs> commenting on his train that was delayed on the east coast. But no, that's interesting. June was another month. That that was a thing. June happened. Like one year after the general election results, the shock, the general oh, election yeah, results. Two years after the referendum. Two years after the referendum, June 23rd, and also this year we had Labour Live. I thought Labour Live was really interesting. I think it was ridiculed and mocked by a lot of people in the media. It was, it was a thing. It was a thing, and it was great. I went. I loved it. I mean, it. how much were tickets originally? How much did you pay? I paid £10. I paid the student, uh, was it youth? Uh, and how much did the p- people pay, like, a day before? Uh, £10 as well, I believe. Did they? Yeah. I thought it was free. Was if, it you're, th- if you're a union member. Yeah, you're so... Are you a union member? I'm a union member. A proud member of the GMB. Yeah, yeah, were you annoyed that you got some I didn't mind. I didn't mind contributing. Yeah, to come it. on. But what was it? It was thirty pound when it started off. Then it went down to ten pound, and some unions bought tickets and gave them away for free. But there was a lot of people who went, and it was really good. I met so many interesting people. Had lots of good discussions. I mean, like I was tempted to buy a ticket, Clean Bandit and Declan McKenna, two two artists I really like. Yeah, um, yeah. No, it was just the music was good. You had tents where you discuss politics. Oh, Shout- tents. Tents when you discuss politics, you get stalled as well. Shout out to um, Bournemouth Young Labour, they were really good. Lily Madigan as well, uh, met her there. It was really interesting, really interesting. I met lots and lots of people and um, 
you know, hopefully it will happen again. But this time next year, fingers crossed, get Stormzy on board. Get Stormzy. He's a big Corbyn fan. He would love to do it. I can't Corbyn. wait until Tory Live with Gary Barlow <laughs> and Kate Bush. Oh, the Spice Girls! <laughs> they came out for that Theresa May, didn't they? Kate Bush, the Spice Girls, Gary Barlow. Who else? Who? who? We've got Storms in Clean Bandit. And George Ezra. Oh, and God. George Ezra. My love. And who else have you got? We've got like Lily Allen. <sighs> Grime for Corbin. Fantastic. Grime is a bad genre. Oh. It's like bad rap. It's like... It's really bad. Well, Sam, I really love joining and uh, doing this podcast with you. <laughs> I have to quit now. <laughs> it's oh. called Grime. Like there used to be, there used to be a TV show called Grime Busters. <laughs> what, was, what was that about? It was about like dirty cookers and stuff. What? Grime, like Grime under the hob. <laughs> I, I think Grime. Grime is a great genre, and. Um, I think, yeah, I think we'll open your mind to a little bit more grime. <laughs> the grime, grime for Corbyn, uh, really good. And uh, Labour Live, just in general, I, th- I thought it was really, I thought it was great. I think they should do it again. And I think it's good to engage people outside of, um, uh, you know, the standard political sphere of yeah, Westminster. No, I via music and culture and art and discussion. And I think Labour Live um, summed that up really well. Uh, so. I mean, we, we both headed our respective political societies at university and we talked about politics all the time. Uh, policy and stuff like that but it's also the social things that get people involved and bringing people together in different ways and um, it'd be good to see that national scale as well but, I mean party pub crawls across the country yeah. dessert crawls across the country dessert crawls bowling like just these events just you know A local massive political pub groups. crawl from <laughs> John O'Groats to Land's End <laughs> oh god but no I, I think it's um yeah, I think it's good to engage beyond the Westminster bubble, essentially, and that's yeah. one way of doing it. Um, where, where was um, Labour Life, by the way? It was in London, actually. <laughs> <laughs> the Westminster bubble, ten minutes away from the Westminster bubble. <laughs> <laughs> it was in London. They should have it in other places across the UK. Hall Arena, I've heard, is a good place ooh, to do it. Yeah. Ooh, nice, nice. George Ezra played at uh, the bunch. Yeah. He went to Labour Live. And Hall Arena. What more could he want? Good old George. No, he didn't get to Labour Live, did he? No, he did not. But he, he visited. He visited. Maybe next year. But he visited Jeremy Corbyn in his office. And it broke my heart. I, I'm such a big George Ezra fan. Made me very happy. Um, what else happened in June, Salmon? Um, so, terrible scenes at the Mexican border with the US. Um, separation of migrant children from her parents. Mm-hmm. We saw that uh, in the US. Um, and I think it really summed up Trumpism, yeah. really. Um, the callous nature of it. There was a um, picture of a girl crying, um, being separate from her parents. Um, and even if you... This isn't a like, political issue. Like, Even if you did like Obama, I wasn't a big Obama fan. Um, and even, even if you did support Trump, even, like, there were horrific scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, not only did it brought national shame in that country, but international shame on the international community. And my goodness, seeing Trump lose in 2020 would be so great. Oh, yeah. Hopefully um, Bernie. Bernie's ready. Bernie Bloomberg. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, 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 no one knows who they are. Um, I saw a poll yesterday, like, uh, the don't know us for every candidate, and so many don't know us for everyone. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know about Bernie. I, I didn't see him in the poll, but... You've second, much, wouldn't it? Pardon? Second behind Joe Biden. No, no, the, the different poll. Um, Not another one. <laughs> um, there, there were so many don't know. like Bloomberg, O'Rourke, Harris, um, Stacey Abrams was on the... So, so many people haven't broken through to national consciousness and um, they can really... Either one of those could really make um, waves in 2020. So um, we're coming up to the new year. Uh, 2019 we'll see people declaring uh, roughly uh, early springtime mm. um, so watch this space it'll be it'll be an interesting for you other honourable mentions for events that happened in June uh, we had the third runway for Heathrow very quickly yes or no yes please I mean look at Gatwick um, we're recording right now with Gatwick closed because of drone <laughs> not too good for, not like, too good. for like 24 hours like 
It's been closed forever for it's a drone. Build an airport on the Thames Estuary, do it. Boris Island now. Not Boris Island, we're not calling it Boris Island. Call it uh Sadiq. <laughs> Sadiq City, there we are. Sadiq City. Sadiq City, we'll do that. Um, and also, 70th anniversary of the NHS and World Cup, which brings us on to July with the World Cup joy. It's coming. Oh, it's, <laughs> it I'm not good. It didn't. I, I'm going to insert the actual song in there, not it, me singing. It, it, it didn't come home, but 2019, we've got the Women's World Cup in France. Here's hoping we bring that home. Talking about coming home after a long day or a long shift, we had Brexit resignations. We had Boris Johnson and David Davis resign and leave. They yeeted themselves out of the cabinet. And it's a sh- like going back to Brexit again. The World Cup, I thought, united everyone for a while. Like apparently, the uh, the Gareth Southgate waistcoats were selling quite well in MS. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> They unite the country, then we're back to Brexit. Like no, two resignations, two resignations. I mean, I was in. I remember I was in Westminster at that time, <laughs> and going to. I went to prep. So I'm a Greg's man. Who would have thought honest. a Tory would have gone to prep? <laughs> and they have such a bad selection of sandwiches. But anyway, <laughs> and then just seeing Boris resign, Davis resign. I remember, James resigned like the night before, didn't he? He did, yeah. Like in the middle of the night. It was eleven Incredible. o'clock, yeah. It was it was it was interesting politics, really interesting. Um, she survived. She, did. she survived uh, for for a bit. She yeah. I mean, well, she's still prime minister she's now. Still prime, still prime minister now. But yeah, like, um, it was like, will she? Won't she? Like be toppled in those few few hours? Oh so. no, she won't. Oh yes, she <laughs> will. Um, who? Did, oh, Stephen Baker resigned as well. Who? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, that was um, that was a thing that happened. A good few, like for like, like uh, former political students, that was like good political drama, like high drama. Yeah. Like, can't wait for the next. Can't wait for that series of the Crown. <laughs> <laughs> the drama and controversy in July as well with the launching of RSS uh, RRS Sir David Attenborough, obviously Boaty McBoatface, as we will always remember it. National scandal up there with uh, you know many other things. So <laughs> yeah, so not too good, not too good. Um, but Sir David Attenborough is sailing the sea and still doing documentaries. That was really bad. That was really bad. August. <laughs> Moving swiftly on. What happened in August, Salmon? So in August, I can't read my handwriting. Um, August, Boris. Boris now a free man. Um, uh, with his Monday Telegraph articles, five thousand pound a piece, beautiful money, a lot of money. Yeah, it was all trash, especially this piece. Absolute trash. um, He and this was a weird controversy because Boris. What was the controversy? So Boris came out against the Burka ban in Denmark, some European country. Um, Burka ban. He came out against it, calling it illiberal, but at the same time, comparing people that were in burkas to bank robbers and letterboxes. letterboxes. Shameful. And it's like playing to two different audiences at the same time, badly. I mean, like, so he's not giving the hard right, the, the satisfaction of a burka ban, but then he's also the, the more liberal. The liberals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, <clears throat> this... I mean, fair enough, he didn't call for a burka ban, which is horrendous. Um, women have uh, the freedom to wear what they want. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of the burka myself, but I'm not wearing one. <laughs> Just a clarification. But I mean, like, it's freedom, and th- that's what Britain's about. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't know why people that are wearing burkas are a marginalised group. They're, they're in... Potentially in the hundreds in the UK, very, very, very small number of uh, people in the UK. Um, I don't know why he had to use the, such, such language about them. The amount, of report, the amount of reported hate crimes against women in burkas went up yeah. after that article. You know, it did dominate the narrative, uh, political yeah, yeah. narrative for a bit, and uh, it did lead to. Uh, it was, there was consequences because of it, and it was just absolutely ridiculous and horrific move made by Boris I Johnson people suffer because of it and this yeah. is the person that wants to be a Prime Minister yeah um, it should a lack of 
But judgment, leadership. Um, Again, it could have been either incompetence or he did it just to rile up his base and try and get support. And never, and never apologetic at all. Never apologetic. He, it was the whole thing. He went outside and saw journalists and he gave them tea and the journalists just stopped questioning him. It was just it, it was, it was shameful. I, I think the whole article was shameful and I think the response by much of the media as well, I think, was shameful as well. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I think it was. Hate crimes increased and Boris Johnson, Telegraph shouldn't have published it. Boris Johnson shouldn't have wrote it, and the way the journalists went outside Boris Johnson's house, they should have questioned him more. I mean, I love journalists. Yes, I know. Some of my best friends are journalists. They're much needed. Um, but yeah, no, I think it was it, it was just a shameful thing, and and the the I don't want to say the annoying thing about it that he came out against the ban because I mean, it's good that he came out against the ban, but. Because it was such an awkward article. Like he ruined a per- I think he ruined a perfectly good article by having those two two words in. Because um, it just made it mean spirited. Just made it like you you're someone in a powerful position like pushing down against a marginalised group. And I, I, just, I don't know why he did it. And hopefully, it won't be anywhere near power. Fingers crossed. You and me, sister. You and me. Yeah. <laughs> Other things that happened in August. We had the resignation of. Frank Field from the Labour Party. Yeah, Hull alumni. Hull alumni, was he? Ah, well, there we are. Um, <laughs> it, I think it's all about these things, about these Labour MPs who have quit the party. They really should stand aside. So it was Jared O'Mara, Frank Field. Ivan Lewis, recently. Ivan Lewis. Uh, today, in fact. Ivan uh, Lewis and John Woodcock. I think the thing about Ivan Lewis and John Woodcock, what makes it really bad is that they're under investigation for sexual assault, and they obviously had internal party investigations. Yeah. Now, because they've left the party, I don't believe these. I, I believe this is the case that the party investigations cannot carry on. So there's a lot of people who are not going to get the justice or the answers that they want from that, especially people who went forward who should have had their voices listened to, and now this whole process has just been torn apart because they've quit the party. Shameful. I'm glad they're out the party, but they should stand aside quit their seats and there should be a by-election in every single one of those. Uh, by-election, by-election. By-elections, and I think we'd do very well. Olivia Blake and Sheffield Hallam, for example, would be significantly Can't better. Can't wait for the Barrow. <laughs> not going to happen. Um, not going to happen. Like, Olivia Blake, Sheffield Hallam, one of the most talented uh, activists in the Labour Party, being selected for that seat. She would do a fantastic job as an MP. So much better than Jeremy Mara, who's not turned up into Parliament. So, yeah, if there is a by-election... Let's get Jaron Amara out of place. Let's get Olivia Blake in. She'll do a phenomenal job. And all these other constituencies, um, Barrow and Furness, bring it on. I'm ready. I'm glad. Other honourable mentions. Apple reached $1 trillion. Uh, the government took back control of Birmingham prison after the G4S state of crisis. And Alex Salmon resigned from the SNP. I think the thing about Apple, if it was a workers' cooperative, every single worker would have $143,000. That's pretty Anyway, <laughs> imagine that. Imagine working for Apple and they just suddenly became cooperative. Easy money. It's a lot of money. Yeah. Well, they're, they're dropped down in value, I think, now. Have they? Yeah, they're no longer worth a trillion. Oh, no. They're no, poor what? iPhone sales, I believe. What a shame. That's so bad. I say that with my, my Apple in front of me. <laughs> but the fun thing about Apple, uh, as we all know, is uh, I always get tweeted every so often about... Oh, yeah. uh, I always get tweeted every so often that um, why are you why are you slating capitalism on your iPhone? Well, I tell you, Salman. I'll tell you why. Oh God! I'll tell Here you why. Go. Tony Benn, hero, socialist hero, hero of my heart. He created the national. The Labour Party. No, he did not. He saved the Labour Party, and the legacy still lives on today. Tony Benn, a socialist, created the National Enterprise Board. The National Enterprise Board invested in Acorn Computing. What did Acorn Computing uh, develop, Salmon? They developed ARM processors. They're found in every single iPhone today. Therefore, iPhones are Benite technology, and that is my favourite fact. I'm surprised you haven't already said this in the podcast yet. Have you? No, I've not. No, you're not. That is, that is George's, like, I've tweeted. Raison d'etre. I love it. I love it. I love it. iPhone. Pin tweet. Pin tweet forever. What, um, what happened in September, Salmon? September, so the start of conference season. I mean, this isn't like a big... This is so weird. This is so weird. Alex Wickham has just t- said, 
Um, CTHQ have cleared Boris Johnson over the burqa comments, with the panel ruling his article did foster respect and tolerance for the wearing of the burqa. That's so weird. That's weird, because I've not heard about that for ages. That's so strange. I can't believe that. So CTHQ have basically said it's fine. Anyway. Oh my goodness. That's so weird. That's really strange. We've not heard about it since um, August. And just, I've literally not thought about it until this podcast. That's strange. They're obviously avid listeners of Breakfast Meat. Maybe they bug yeah. this room. <laughs> hire knows? me. CCHU, hire me. <laughs> Please call Please. an election. Please call an election. <laughs> um, uh, conference season in September. Conference season? What? Yeah, surely, must, surely it all kicks off in Conservative Party conference. Are any, any stories? So, con- I treat conference... As one, okay, this sounds bad. As one big bar crawl. I don't drink. Bring that to Diet Coke. Diet, no, not even that. Orange juice. I have to sell, sell up for orange juice. Okay. I, I don't even like orange No apple juice anywhere. Um, shameful, shameful. Shameful, indeed. Um, don't like the red. <laughs> Black carrot, rest in peace. But it was, um, it was an odd conference. Um, queues everywhere for Mog and Boris oh god that Boris queue was massive oh goodness um, oh goodness me but <laughs> <laughs> but there were some really good events um, and uh, we just thought we'd take this conference this look, looking over conference to think about our best conference like moment over time um, so first like how was your 2018 conference and what was your favourite conference moment of all time I really enjoyed it I thought it was a really interesting conference uh Learned a lot from a lot of people, but my favourite moment. <laughs> shout, shout out to Sam Goodall, by the way, who's um, a big fan of this podcast. He um, he messaged me. I met him at Labour Conference. Hey, this year, nice. And, uh, hello, Sam. He's a fan. Hello, Sam. Um, <laughs> uh, and I'm sure there are a few. Yeah, hello, other people too. <laughs> or or, or <laughs> all ten of them. Um, <laughs> generous. <laughs> but no, he's really interesting. Um, my favourite moment. The World Transformed is uh, organised by Momentum. It's a conference within the conference, isn't it? No, it's part of conference, yeah. No, I'd say it's part of conference. The World Transformed is <laughs> organised by Momentum and it's um, very close by to the near conference centre. And I went there one evening and um, <laughs> had a few drinks. I'm not drinking as much anymore, oh, but, well. which is very good. Um, but I had a few drinks that night, double vodka, Diet Coke, can't really go wrong there. And uh, I stumbled into the general secretary of the GMB, thanks to uh, one of my friends, Jack Slater. Uh, he works for the GMB, and he uh, just introduced me to him. And he was a really nice guy, very, very nice. But there's something about the GMB. I'm a proud member as well. Hull is part of East Midlands. You in what? The, yeah. It's part of East Midlands in the region structure. I think Northern Ireland's part of, like, the northeast or something like that. So I was just like... You wait, know, wait, wait, wait. Northern Ireland is part of the northeast? Yeah. Upon according to the region structure, I know. North East. North West, sorry, northwest. <laughs> Northern Ireland and Newcastle. <laughs> Northern Ireland is part of the Northwest, according to the um, region structure. So I was just like, this has been on my mind for a while. This is the general secretary of the GMB. I, I could talk to them about it. So I literally just went up to him and like, Ian. <laughs> Ian. <laughs> 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 I, I love the GMB, I'm a proud member. But sort your region structures. Hull is not part of the East Midlands. They have a Yorkshire region. And he was just like, you know what? I'll look into it. We hasn't had anything since then. Wow. However, however, the fact that I raised it to him, I know it was a lot of people's minds. So, um, speaking... When, when did you raise this with him? I raised this in September. This September? This September. It's been a few yeah, months. Yeah. But I know, like, the structure in the GMB, he was saying, like, you've got to go for a lot to do it. But fingers crossed one day, Hull will be part of Yorkshire in the GMB regions. And... I hope I played a role in doing that. What about George's you? legacy? <laughs> what about you, Salmon? What was your big so, story? Uh, Twenty eighteen conference, pretty pretty good. Um, no standout moments, I don't think. Um, oh, that sounds bad. <laughs> <laughs> really good events. Um, I went to a really good uh, one with um, Liz Trust, um, and, and yeah, that was really really good. Um, Liz Trust for Chancellor. Oh, please. Oh, no. Um, but I remember, I think it's 2016. Yeah, it must have been 2016. Um, conference. And 
it was like 11 o'clock at night. Me and, me and a couple of friends, I was the only one that was sober, don't drink. Um, all the other, all, all of my other friends are uh, pretty trolleyed at the time. <laughs> and then we see um, the cabinet minister down, down the bottom. Uh, we, we were at the top uh, of the building, uh, a couple, couple of floors up. And just shouting the shouting the name Amber Amber <laughs> shouting to her Amber Rudd, Home Secretary, um, and she looked up and then we ran down the stairs and got a selfie with her. Um, just a fun weird anecdote. Shouting <laughs> half eleven at night at Amber Rudd in an empty hall. Uh, shouting, shouting from the top of the roof. I want to think it's like a, a metaphor for something. I can't. It was, it was like the thick of it with Terry looking over at Peter. <laughs> uh, yeah, we were doing that with Alvaron. Tories, Tories by conference. Always fun, always eventful. But there we are. <laughs> oh, gonna... Have you been? Have you been? I'm afraid not. Oh, uh, oh I, we met Owen Jones. I, I met Owen Jones. Though. We caught a little message for George. You did. It was a really lovely message. I thank you for that. In fact, I, I, I mentioned this last week on the podcast. Um, every single day, I take a second video, um, so a video of the last one second, every single day. And at the end of the year, I'm going to publish it. And um, so, 365. Uh, you know, one second yeah. videos for the year. And yeah, that, that was one of my seconds. So hey. Thank you very much for doing that. In fact, I'm going to do another second during the filming of this podcast. Hey, hey. hey so there we are. Two uh, seconds of Sal. <laughs> two two seconds about, of Sal, that's what they call another about, your <laughs> t- another about your Tinder bar. <laughs> yes. Two seconds of Sal. Oh, no. Oh, God. Thank you so much, Anyway. October. October. My what birthday, your birthday. birthday. Our birthdays indeed, indeed. What um, what else kicks off? Um Weed. <laughs> <laughs> Calendar went green. <laughs> not too shabby, not too shabby. Um and uh, legalised marijuana. It did, it did. What do you think about that? Do you think it was a big progressive step forward by Daddy Trudeau. Daddy Trudeau. <laughs> no, I'm not a fan. Um, <laughs> um, ban the what? What the what the what the street names for uh, weed? What the, the marijuana? The ganja. The ganja. Marijuana. Green and purple. Green uh, and purple. What other ones? Um, Sweet Mary Jane. What? <laughs> oh, I'm learning something. You are indeed. Um, Don't get this to the east side of Hull. <laughs> uh. <laughs> what do you think? Um, bad. Um, not, I'm not a fan. Not a fan. Um, don't buy. Don't buy the items behind legalization. Maybe decriminalis- decriminalization. But I am the um, Peter Hitchens camp of what war on drugs. <laughs> the one that's not working, eh? Um, but no, I think it was a. Uh, I think Canada. Did you know, the one that's not working, eh? As in a Canadian. Eh? eh? <laughs> <laughs> um, I tell you what, though, I think it was a really bold move. I think the implementation, the way they've done it, is not ideal. Like different states with different rules, and it's like uh, it's very different. But I think the legalization of marijuana, I think, is a much needed measure. The war on drugs isn't working. Let's take the power out of the drug cartels and the drug dealers and uh, have it where it is regulated and the taxation from it actually goes towards rehabilitation of those who are addicted to the substances. And yeah, I think that's much needed overdue measure and I hope the UK follows. And in fact, actually, um, following on the next month, uh, we actually, as a country, uh, prescribed cannabis products in England, Wales yeah. and Scotland. And Being, I think, it's a bold move by such a Javid. It's a very bold move. I obviously nowhere near enough, but um, yeah, I mean, for, for a Conservative Home Secretary, it's a, a, a pretty bold. I'd say. <laughs> George popped to his head because <laughs> Sajid Javid is bold. Yes, can't say that. Um, um, <laughs> prove it. <laughs> prove it. Um, what else happened in November, Salmon? I, November. In, so um, maybe not here. Oh, international. international. Uh, breakfast, <laughs> breakfast goes international. <laughs> nice. Um, Do we have any Americans? So, uh, I... We don't. I've checked. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I... Um, 
I've said every week, and I won't stop saying I went to the US um, during November, October, November, for the US midterms. <laughs> no, 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 November. <laughs> 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 November for someone mentioning that you went to America, you failed. <laughs> Mission failed, we'll get them next time. <laughs> we, um, the Democrats took the House, um, they would say blue wave, um, I think they did better than the, the Republicans did in 94, mm. yeah, which was a really, like, the Newt Gingrich, what was it, the, what was it called, was it called, the, like, the Republican Revolution? No idea. Don't know, um, no idea. but, um, what about the Senate? Though? Yeah, it was, um. It was a good night for the Democrats in the House. The Senate, um, it was always, always going to be a tough map for the Democrats, but even tougher than they imagined, losing Florida, nail-bitingly close. Um, Bill Nelson, actual spaceman, an actual astronaut. Um, he'd actually gone to space. He lost his seat, um, which was sad. Um, I heard this whole weird thing about ballot design. Like his race was tucked in the bottom, and lots of people didn't vote for the Senate. Um, um, Beto O'Rourke came within three points of defeating Ted Cruz in Texas and nearly turned Texas blue. I mean, like, wow. That's huge. That was a big moment. And I think um, something for the Democrats to build on next time. But yeah. they it's, need to... The Senate's going to be tough. The, the map is better in 2020 in the Senate, but because of the losses in 2018, it's going to be tough for them to regain the Senate. Took Arizona um, from... Um, Jeff Flake, which was good. Flaky. Um, and then um, Mitt Romney came back in, back into politics uh, oh, with Utah. Mm. Um, but I mean, pretty much all of California is blue now, including like Orange County, which like is fully blue now, which used to be like solid, like Reagan Republican. Like this was like solid red country in California. Completely blue, Sh- incredible. Blue wave. Yeah, that blue was wave. what Theresa May wanted. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, in the seat that I campaigned in, Virginia 10th, um, not, uh, the past 30 years has been Republican. We won by 13 points in 2018. Beautiful, beautiful. I mean, Obama visited the um, visited the, the district, uh, met Tim Kaine, that was pretty cool. Um, and um, Madeleine Albright came to the office as well. James Comey came to the office as well for some reason. It was really, yeah, it was a, it was a fun election. Really fun. Um, yeah. I mean, the Democrats, they need to keep it up if they want to get rid of Trump. Bloomberg, Bloomberg. The, the slogan, I'm a real billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> Fake billionaire. Um, come on, Bernie. I'm waiting for Bernie. But for the Democrats, we have the chance, the people, the left in the America, it's the strongest opportunity to get somebody at least sympathetic towards democratic socialism at the top of a you know institutionally very capitalist party fingers crossed we get that done imagine I mean, that interesting bernie i think bernie's fading a bit um he's but that's, once campaign mode starts but i think yeah. i think no i mean like because i think i don't want to be like he's an old man he's and so is biden as well um there are newer uh democrats coming in, into the scene um Stacey Abrams in um, in Georgia, who, who unfortunately lost, but really inspirational, a candidate in Georgia. We had Andrew Gillum in Florida, a governor who lost better O'Rourke, so close with uh, Ted Cruz. Um, and we have um, Cortez in New York, unfortunately too young, but mm-hmm. younger. I think that I think the Democrats are really like. Really want a younger candidate. Ocasio Cortez, she's going to be a great future president. She's going to be phenomenal. I can't wait for it. But I'm just ready for Bloomberg. Ready for Bloomberg. Younger Bloomberg. Oh, that's that's a Trump landslide, I reckon. But there we are. There we are. Not there we are. Early in November. Early in November. Um, the final. Well, and we've said Donald Trump resigned. Do 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 do. Rob resigned. Do, do, do. I don't know what the other <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Dominic Rob resigned. The man who negotiated or helped negotiate the Brexit deal resigned from the deal he negotiated. Well, completely fair. Well, he did, uh, didn't he? he? Didn't, uh, well, the, the issue was Davis and Rob didn't negotiate. Do you know who the saviour of this country is? Stephen Barclay, <laughs> whoever he is. 
<laughs> I saw a tweet the other day that said, it's been a, it's been a month and I still don't know who Stephen Park <laughs> um, Yeah, Rob... He's a Henry Bolton. resigned. He's a Henry Bolton. Stephen Stephen Barkley's the Henry Bolton for Conservative Party. <laughs> um, yeah, Stephen Vera resigned as well. Um, yeah. Uh, Suela Fernandez Broman resigned. Um, yeah, yeah. Marie Trevelyan resigned. I'm trying to think of. It was like when PPS was resigned. Like, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> who, who cares? <laughs> um, but no, he resigned. There was lots of resignations over this deal, and it, like it, it was this kind of I think triggered the the the, the mountain, the, the avalanche for May. Like set off something like a like a process of like things getting a lot more heated for May. I think. Hmm. Yes, now that you summed it up well there. Well, which is the point. We'll move it on to December, the final month yeah. of the year. The month where things got a bit weird. I think everything just kicked off. You I had, think people were just tired. You had the meaningful I'm vote. Tired. You, you had the meaningful vote. Supposed to go ahead on the 11th of December. Now that's been moved to January 15th. In, out, in, out, shake it all about. You had the motion of no confidence against Theresa May in the Conservative Party. Then you had the motion of their confidence attempted in, in Parliament, then talks of a motion of their confidence against the government. Um, it just, everything yeah, kicks it, off. Can I just say, it feels like it's been such a long month because the, the, the motion of confidence in Theresa May was only last week. It was happening while we recorded the podcast. And it was like, we didn't even know if the 48 letters were in oh, there. Oh my was, goodness, yeah, that seemed a long time ago. That was, that was incredible. It's been, it's, yeah. This year's gone so quick, but just December just slowed down. That's me clicking my fingers, like, boom, gone. Johnny, boom, and then December, <laughs> there we are. And then government was obviously, sorry, yeah, the government were found in contempt of parliament as well. I mean, will votes been delayed? Theresa May has survived the vote of no confidence in her own party. Wow, what a month. And it hasn't, what a, I've aged 30 years in December. <laughs> 30 years. Oh, goodness. But it's only... My goodness, only the not even three weeks in as of as we record this. I, we, we, I'm going to publish this, and then Theresa May's going to resign tomorrow. <laughs> <isn't she? laughs> you have to do your side note again. <laughs> <laughs> but what a what a month, what a year! Um, it's been a long year. It's been a long year. What are you hoping for in 2018? General election, Jeremy Corbyn as prime minister. That's it. <laughs> I mean, that would be fantastic. What a way! I mean, personally, there's you know, it's been the ups and downs. This year for me, um, but when it comes to politics, I think. Uh, but ups, you've you left the year on up, right? I, I'm very happy. You know, started hey, start hey, a relationship hey, recently. She's she's fantastic, and yeah, no, I I think that's a fantastic way to end the year. She she's lovely, and um, isn't she lovely? <laughs> <laughs> I've started your girlfriend. <laughs> <from podcast>. um, <laughs> so, <laughs> but she's also a listener. Breakfast means breakfast. Oh God. Um, so but no. Uh, personally, I think you know. Yeah, I think ending on a good note. But politically, let's get this general election. I'm Fingers crossed. What are you hoping for, Salman? Personally and politically. Hey, Sajid Javid. Ooh, ah, I wanna know if you'll be PM. That's that. <laughs> <laughs> That's my urge Jeremy Corbyn. <laughs> <laughs> I just Sajid. Uh, uh, Lives the Javid Trust Dream Team. May 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 have said she's going to resign before the next general election. She will. Um, we should hopefully be leaving the EU in March. Um, well, we have no idea. We've yet. No idea. But um, Article, hopefully we leave here in March. Article um, Fifty could be extended. Could have a second referendum. It could be a general election. There's a lot of things that could happen. Who knows? Yeah. What about personally? What, what are you personally? About? Yeah. Um, Good life. I don't know. Like happy. Like more diet Coke. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you put me on the spot, though. No, but yeah. Um, no, just looking for a good life. And someone, please hire me. I'm looking for. Has 2018 been good for you? Personally? It's been a, it's been an interesting year. I lost my job in the SU, uh, but I had the time of my life um, working in the Super Union. Um, and yeah, it's just been a fun year. Um, 
went to Leeds for four weeks, dropped out after four weeks. Mm. It's been an interesting year, but a fun year, and I'm looking forward to next chapter of my life. Indeed. God, that sounds, that makes it sound really old. No, it's fine. I think that's fine. Well, I mean, I am really old. But, <laughs> we but, are really old. But it's been a good year for you. Yeah. Good. Good, good year for me too. I'm, I'm glad it's been good for both of us, and hopefully next year's going to be even better. Let's just hope someone else is occupying number 10. Exactly. Sergeant. Sergeant. They can't squat in there whilst Corbyn is Prime Minister. You can't do that. 50 euros. <laughs> that was a niche reference. But no, fingers crossed, general election, that's what I'm hoping for the most or anything. Is that the one thing you want to see? Is that like the one thing you want to see above everything else? What, Javid's PM? Javid's PM. Yeah, no, I think... Do you think we'd have to fight a general election? Yeah, not long afterwards. I think there would be have to be a general election. But I think... Jab and trust. Yeah, they can do it. Bring it on. Corbyn McDonald. Uh, jab and trust. I've not had... Since Cameron has resigned, I've not had the, like, idealism and the, like, hope in the party since then. Um, not in, like, a negative way, but in, like, a... Cameron was like, oh... <laughs> Cameron was my, like... He was, he was my man. <laughs> he oh. Was, oh. No, but, like, he was... He was he, the reason I got involved in the party and, like... He, he, I found him inspirational. I know many people don't. But Definitely. Javid would light the fire in my heart again. Did, didn't you feel that way about Theresa May, though? I did um, for a bit until I realised she was a bit, bit rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> but um, there we are, there we are. I'm, yeah. I'm sure I'm sure it'll be an interesting year. Conservative leadership election, hopefully a general election, and... Fingers crossed, we'll wait and see what happens. Hopefully there. an asteroid doesn't wipe the whole of humanity out. I hope not, I hope not. Which means, yeah, do you know what could, do you know what could prevent that? A general election. <laughs> <laughs> or a general strike. Is that what the asteroid's going to be called? A general strike. A general strike. Oh, Your no. general strike is actually an asteroid hitting the UK government. <laughs> not a fan of that. It's like Doctor Who. Uh, what was the alien that crashed into Big Ben? Oh, the... Oh, the... Was it the farting ones? Oh, no, it was a pig, wasn't it? It was Slovenes. Slovenes, yeah, the farting ones. Yeah, yeah, Slovenes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the, the pig as well, wasn't it? Was that when Anne Widdicombe endorsed... No, that was... No, that was Harold Saxon. <laughs> How, uh, Anne Widdicombe and McFly, I think. <laughs> but anyway, our Doctor Who specialist coming up in the new year. <laughs> Not... Do like Jessica? Anyway. Jessica there. She's good. That was a good thing that came out of 2018. Jessica yeah. being the doctor. She's pretty good, actually. Yeah. Yorkshire doctor. <laughs> <laughs> but there we are. But there um, we are. It's been, it's been a fun year. It's been a good year. And um, yeah, I hope you carry on listening to our podcast. Yeah, it's, uh, we've enjoyed making it. Yeah, no, I definitely have. It's been good. We were 100 followers on Twitter. Uh, we've got few dozen listeners. It, it's really good. We're hoping our goal, top 300. <laughs> top 300 political podcasts in the UK. Very specific. If we can do that, thanks to you, we're going to make it happen. We're going to do it. Um, yes, yeah, so I'll just uh, follow me at, at, at Salman, underscore Salman Anwar. Follow me at George Abbott. And follow us at BMB Pod. That's Bravo, Mike Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> we should really Not... change the at. <laughs> but... Thank you for listening. It's been a great year. And hope you all have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. For the merry, not the few. And hope you have a great 2019. Goodbye. Have a lovely 2019. See you there. Happy New Year.